0: This New Year's, are you ready to trim down and finally lose that stubborn weight of anxiety and fear and beef up your muscles and faith?
1: (laughs) No, no, we can't do this. A, A modicum of seriousness. We're going to talk about resolutions and the resolutions that really matter, but not resolutions just about doing, but resolutions about being. Hi everybody, I'm Joseph and this is Monica Walter, and we're Loving Theology. Like I said, we're going to do a series on resolutions, and we're starting that off now. And after the year that we've had in 2020, I think we could all use a fresh start. And that's Mm -hmm. really what resolutions are about, is getting a fresh start to try something new. And like I said, we're going to take a little bit of a different take on resolutions, in terms of thinking about our faith and beliefs that we have. Mm -hmm. But one series that I might point you to as we think about taking a fresh start is our Forgiveness series. Because in forgiveness, you're not only giving someone forgiveness and sort of giving them a fresh start, but you're actually, I think, releasing something and giving yourself a fresh start too. So Mm -hmm. I'll link that series above uh, in case that might be a topic that's interesting to you.
0: So if you haven't noticed, Joseph and I have very different personalities. So we just kind of wanted to discuss our different takes on resolutions. For myself, in the past, I've gotten a lot better, but normally I try and make a the longest list possible of everything I want to change about myself, and my expectation is to hopefully change my entire personality and who I am so that I'm not even Monica anymore. That's just the honest truth, and Joseph has normally had a good laugh watching me try it's, for two days.
1: It's always a running joke between us of how long <laughs> her resolution list is going to be and, and how different of a person she's going to be afterwards.
0: Yes. <laughs> But I will say that last year, I don't think I really had any resolutions. I just realized I'm not going to (laughs) even, I I make it like maybe a week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And I I mean, I think for me, I'm almost the exact opposite. I don't usually like, I don't know. I'm I'm not like super excited about resolutions. I always think like, well, if you're going to make a change, just make it whenever you need to make it. Why wait around till the new year? But the truth is, every now and then I still do get suckered by the idea of a new a new chance, a fresh start, something to something to change. And I do um, usually at least try to start a new Bible plan or something like that uh, at the start of the year. Or, I don't know, I, I, I do still um, make some resolutions, I think, at the beginning of the year, even though I don't call them that.
0: Are you even a Christian if you don't try to read through the Bible January 1st?
1: <laughs> <laughs> On the singular day of January 1st, from Genesis to Revelation. <laughs> So yeah it's it's funny and i think you know there's a lot of different takes on resolutions and i don't know exactly where you sit in that conversation in terms of what resolutions you made but maybe let's start with that maybe in the comments below let us know what resolutions have you made this year so in talking about resolutions i want to i want to explore that word maybe in a different context because if you think about the word resolution um like i don't know if you've ever seen like a legal contract but you know it says you know therefore 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 now be it resolved So basically, um, in a contract, what's happening is you're making resolutions, you're making decisions, essentially. That's what a contract represents. And that's the way that I want to think about resolutions is not as, uh, you know, a thing of what we're going to do, but a decision that we've made about what we're going to believe, about reaching a final decision for what we're going to believe. And, and, you know, resolutions, most of the time, whenever we talk about resolutions we're going to make, we are talking about habits. What habits do we want to have? And the most important habits to have, of course, are the habits that are described as like the fruits of the spirit in the Bible. The virtues that are described in the Bible mm-hmm. are the most important habits that we can have. And the thing about that though, is that it's not just the action of doing them. These are these fruits, if you will, of the spirit have roots. Mm-hmm. And those roots are really in faith. Those roots are in what we believe. And what we believe is what really defines who we are. It defines our being. And As a result, that's what leads to our doing what we're actually what our habits actually are Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe if I can give an example because sometimes it's easier to understand these things and wrap your head around it by an example um, Is the example of rest? So let's say that you know I made the New Year's resolution that I'm gonna rest more Mm -hmm. and I could put it on my to-do list to rest and check that sucker off by sitting down for a few minutes and I could actually practice physically resting but I think the more important aspect to rest is the emotional part of really letting go, of really just sort of breathing that, breathing that sigh of relief and being at peace, um, whether it's for a few minutes or a whole day or, or whatever, you, you know, whatever my resolution was. If I'm just physically resting but I'm and still in emotional turmoil, I'm, I'm not really getting the benefit, I think, of rest. And I think the only way that you can really rest in that way, where it's an emotional sense of rest, where you can really be at peace, is what do you really believe? Um, And we actually have a series where we talk about rest and we talk about what is our theology or what is our perspective, our beliefs behind resting so that we can really, in in changing that perspective, we're able to genuinely rest, that we're able to genuinely be at peace and just kind of breathe that sigh of relief. And so whenever we talk about the habit of resting, I would say that unless you have the right belief about resting, you aren't able to really, you might be able to do the action of resting, but you're not able to really, truly have that resolution to to rest. So that's what we want to talk about is making those resolutions that change the way that we think about it.
0: And So as we know the righteous live by faith, and what that means is that our faith lies in our beliefs and what we think and what's in our heart. And from that is what our actions come out of. So as we strengthen our beliefs and um, what's in our heart, as we're reading scripture, as we're getting to know more and more what's truth, then our actions will flow out of that.
1: Yeah. like, And if I can give another example, we have a series on what it means to be satisfied and how to Mm -hmm. be satisfied. And we talk about being satisfied in pleasure in that series. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we talk about is what is our belief about why God gave us the commandments, Mm. why God gave us the instructions for how to live. Because at the end of the day, all of us want to feel satisfied. If anything, that's one of the driving forces that all of us feel. And if you really think about it behind a lot of our actions and a lot of our decisions is That we're looking for satisfaction Mm -hmm. and so if we believe that pleasure is what's going to give us satisfaction then we'll pursue it no matter how we can get there we that's what we're after but if instead we believe that god's instructions were given to us not to inhibit our pleasure or inhibit our satisfaction but to enable our satisfaction and so whenever we actually believe that that we believe that that's true Then all of a sudden we'll start to notice our actions changing because we're no longer resisting something that we don't want to do Mm -hmm. we're starting we simply just don't want to do that anymore we want to we're starting to do things that we do want to do and that are good for us because we believe that they will actually get us the result that we're after
0: yeah and i think that belief also stems from a better understanding and i that's kind of what our aim is in this series is to better understand And so that we can really, truly believe what it is that we're, the questions that we're going to be answering.
1: Yeah. And I'll make sure to link that satisfied series above in case that was interesting to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there's this word, um, the Latin word basically for conviction. And that's another way of talking about what we're talking about here. So I want us to find conviction, to to really be Mm -hmm. confident in our beliefs. Mm -hmm. That Latin word for conviction is, it kind of paints this picture of being open to cross examination. Mm -hmm. That you don't simply, um, you know, shut the door to considering something but you are open to discussing you're open to exploring it so as we talk about these things that we want to have resolutions on you know maybe you feel like oh I've already settled that question in my mind Mm -hmm. but if you've ever kind of wondered about it or if you ever kind of have that thought of you know maybe that's a good question to ask but sometimes we have a tendency to kind of shove that question down you know don't don't Mm -hmm. explore that I want to do the opposite I want to be open to cross-examination I want to really Mm -hmm. dig into these questions and look at them honestly Mm -hmm. and really look at what does the evidence say What what can we really believe about this? And why do we believe what we believe? Not just force our beliefs there, Mm -hmm. but really explore it. And I think that's the idea of conviction. That's the idea of resolution. And I wanna do that so that at the end of that conversation, we've explored that question, and now we have an answer to it. And it doesn't bother us anymore. It doesn't sit at the back of our mind or pop up every now and then whenever things are rough, Mm -hmm. but we actually feel confident that we don't have to wonder about that anymore. that we know the answer to that question. Mm -hmm. And we can remind ourselves not just what we believe, but why we believe
0: it. And even if there isn't like this questioning of something specific, I feel like you might even just have this action that keeps popping up every single time things get a little bit rough. And that can stem from a belief in something that you're you might not have a complete understanding of, or it just, um, maybe you forgot. I think that's something else. It's not so much that you question, but I think it's important for all of us that we always go over these questions to always make sure our foundation is good, that our house is built nice and strong, that we're, you know, getting our daily bread, making sure that our um, belief and our understanding is based on truth and that like something hasn't come in, or maybe there is a gap that we just never really noticed.
1: Yeah. Like something you said earlier, um, whenever we were talking about this is, um, you know, using that analogy of the fruits have roots. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those fruit, those roots need to be nourished. And so even if, you know, like I said, even if you feel like you've, you've resolved some of these questions, Mm -hmm. some of the truth that we'll talk about and the way that we'll explore it will probably be different than what you've heard before. And I think that'll be nourishment. That'll be Uh, Something Mm -hmm. that helps to strengthen those roots and and therefore strengthen the fruits. Okay, so we've talked about the idea of resolutions and what we mean and and how we're going to approach making a resolution, of making a final decision about what we believe about something. But now let's get specific. What topics are we going to cover in this series? What questions are we going to address? What are the resolutions that we want to help you make this year? Um, The first topic, the first resolution that we want to help you make is really this idea of is God real? And, and more specifically, what does is belief in God reasonable? Mm-hmm. Is it reasonable to believe that there is a God? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, underlying this question is just an acknowledgement of this sort of social narrative that's out there, this cultural pressure, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and, and the story that it tells is, you know, we used to need God to explain the world around us, to explain how everything came to be. We needed God to explain it because it was all so mysterious. But now we're finally enlightened. We have enough science. And science can explain to us how everything came to be. Mm-hmm. Science can explain to us why it's all here, how everything is here. Science can tell us you know, how things came to be. Mm-hmm. But I wanna say, okay, all right, that, that's a reasonable statement. There's a lot that we've learned. So let's take a look at that. What does science actually teach us? Mm-hmm. What does science teach us about how everything came to be? Does it explain these questions for us? Mm -hmm. And really, at at the center of it, does scientific evidence support or contradict the idea that God exists? Mm -hmm. And like, what does the Big Bang Theory actually say? So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get specific in what are the theories? What are, you know, what is the evidence that's there? And is God, is belief in God reasonable?
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to talk about that because uh, that was a big question for me. Another big question that I had when I first came to know the Lord and actually was saved was, am I saved? And the reason that was so big for me is because I could say that since I was very young, I grew up in church and, um, I thought I was saved. Can't tell you how many times I've been to, you know, walk to the altar and gave my life to the Lord. me too I think we've all kind of been there probably, but, um, I really, I, there was just one day when I actually gave my life to the Lord where I took a look at this question I was like I don't even know what that means I don't know like what that looks like I just really questioned because I wanted that I wanted it so bad I wanted to know and we're gonna take a look at that you know what does it mean internally what does that look like internally to be saved and externally what are you know what should we be seeing on the outside of you know once we're saved and stuff so we're gonna go over that it's gonna be so good I know that was a Huge question that I got answered when I got saved and it's really it's really good
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it's funny like I think each of us has a slightly different story Whenever it comes to our salvation. like you talk about knowing the specific day if Mm -hmm. I'm honest I I can't think of a specific date uh, in time and and maybe Mm -hmm. if I had been a better journaler at the time I could remember a date, but I can think of a season, you know, where where oh, yeah, you know Before that I had that question in my mind and Mm -hmm. I, I went to many altar calls, but after that I knew That I was saved. I knew that I had a relationship. I knew. And so we're going to talk about that. How do we know? How can we settle that question once and for all? Mm -hmm. Am I saved? Let's settle it together. Mm -hmm. So that's the second question. The third that we're going to talk about is something more of a current issue. And um, we've written on this in the past, and we've told some of our stories as to why this is important to us. But we're going to talk about the question of life. Mm -hmm. Is an embryo a baby? At what point is there a person alive? And not, mm-hmm. not just is it alive, mm-hmm. but is it a person? Yeah. And, and really, I've got a lot of material on this topic. Um, and we've shared some of that material a little bit in the past. And we're, we're trying to be careful not to just you know, talk about this topic for 10 weeks on end, because yeah, mm-hmm. I get it, nobody wants to just talk about that one question for 10 weeks. But what we've done in this is we're gonna break it up into two parts. And we're gonna talk about it first scientifically so check the bible at the door and let's explore scientifically what does science teach us about Mm -hmm. when is a person alive Mm -hmm. and when is that person a person Mm -hmm. and then we're also going to in the second one take a look at it biblically Mm -hmm. and and just say okay what does the bible actually say does the bible actually say that life begins at conception and what evidence is there of that what does the bible say about conception does it even talk about conception and so we're going to talk through all of the examples in the scripture of conception and what they teach us about conception and what the Bible teaches us about conception. And there's some really powerful examples in there. Yeah. And so as we go through, you know, both of those questions, I'm also going to be releasing um, something of a resource mm-hmm. because, like I said, I just I had too much content. It was, uh, and I, I don't want to do a 45 minute video. We try to do our best to keep them short. So um, I'm releasing also on whenever we release those posts, I'll be releasing. Um, some some resources on our website that give an even more thorough discussion so that if what I talk about in that video isn't enough and you're s- still curious or maybe even skeptical and that's fine you can take a look mm-hmm. at some of the some more research some more deep dive into some mm-hmm. of those questions and some more of the evidence both scientifically and biblically mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really excited to share that and and I mentioned before um, you know in, in this series we're really probably going to focus a lot more on why we believe what we mm-hmm. believe and, and what is sort of the you can maybe get the sense for this is much more of an intellectual logical discussion. Mm -hmm. Um, And and certainly there's some heart behind it. But I I won't do a fantastic job in those pieces of talking about our heart on the matter. Mm -hmm. And so for that maybe what I'd like to do is I'd like to refer you to our uh, post for Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. In that post we share a little bit of what I'll be sharing, um, but I, I promise I've got a lot more that I'll share. Um, but we also talk a, a lot of our own story and why this question was important to us and kind of our heart for the folks where this question weighs heavy on them um, for one reason or another. So I, I do want to put a link for that post above so that you can take a look at that.
0: With all that being said, you can kind of see how this is more of a series on apologetics. And it's really exciting for us because we've talked about it in our About video, how we wanted to talk about some questions that are answering, you know, apologetic type questions. but. With that said, we normally see that apologetics can be a little bit more defensive and defending our faith, which it sounds nice, but we don't really want to go about it that way. We want to be more um, just seeing these questions as really good questions to ask. And really good questions to answer because as we said earlier the whole point of this series is that we ask these questions and we try and come into a better understanding and have a good strong belief in them so that we can see the fruit come out of that and that's what we want is to see the fruit of the Spirit
1: yeah yeah I'm hopeful that in the way that we approach this that it's not and all like defensive or combative Mm -hmm. or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. I mean these are these are good questions. These are important questions. Yeah. And these are questions that a lot of us ask. And sometimes we're afraid to ask them out loud, but we ask them in our heads. And let's just ask them out loud. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about them out loud. Let's really dig in and let's find out, you know, what do we believe and why do we believe it.
0: So with that you are just not gonna want to miss any of these posts in this series. We post every single Tuesday so Because you don't like saying this, do not forget to subscribe and hit the bell so that you don't miss any of them. Expect them every Tuesday. And as well, we're going to do a playlist of all of this, um, all these posts. And if you are not over 2020, it was really rough. I get it. We had a really good series um, right before this one called More Than Conquers that talked about getting over all of the adversity we all went through something last year. And so if you're not ready for the resolutions, you can go and take a look at that.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope that this conversation was helpful to you and thank you again for joining us today.